0: Monica Matthews Matthews show Show. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews show Life, love Apparently lots of unsafe Sex and liberty Oh my goodness Yes (laughs) As Americans Start to emerge from the pandemic Public health experts and doctors Have a dire warning About a possible new health crisis This summer, one that involves a different Type of infection, that's right sexually transmitted diseases apparently your kids are like getting it on because they have been cramped up at home and no one's been really connecting with others and some people probably think that um (laughs) some people probably think that if you've had your covid vaccine that apparently that you know prohibits you from um From obtaining, from contracting, a sexually transmitted disease. Well, fun fact, the COVID vaccine, I don't even... Well, we won't even get into all of that. First of all, we've already declared on this show that it's not a vaccine. It's an experimental drug. So let's just start there. Secondly, no, it is not going to keep you from getting gonorrhea, chlamydia, um, you know, herpes, all of these other... HIV, all these other things that... We, they are absolutely seeing a spike of, particularly in the younger generation, with the hookup culture. Apparently like 50 percent of these kids who were, who were surveyed, like 145 kids, these guys are like, "Yeah, probably over half of them do not wear protection because now, this is interesting. This is so interesting to me. They think that if they're wearing a condom that it basically indicts them for doing something they shouldn't be doing. Isn't that interesting? Like, Like it's dirty behavior if you have to wrap yourself up. I just thought that was kind of fascinating about, you know, just the, kind of the human psyche and where, where it goes with regard to sex. And keep in mind, as a minister, you know, I'm constantly dealing with the purity culture, if you will. Some of you may remember that in recent, uh, I think it was like a year and a half ago, right before COVID, actually, the 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 guy who was behind the whole purity movement, I, his name escapes me at the moment, <clears throat> excuse me, but he he comes out with, you know i'm re- people thought he was renouncing his christianity he he wasn't renouncing christ he he was renouncing his purity movement if you will because he was seeing some of the ramifications of that over you know years of people's testimonies and how it adversely affected their marriages, their psyche, their self-image. For some of you this this conversation is so uncomfortable you've you're about ready to tune it out <laughs> because you're so holy. Right? Because you're because Jesus would never talk about sex. Right? But that's not true. And if more than 3% of the church actually read their Bible, they would know that. But sanctimony runs rampant. I deal with the sanctimonious ones on the regular because I will at times express my passion, my disdain for anyone attempting to um, obfuscate. There you go uh my liberty or others i have a real problem with that and and when and when i get passionate about things sometimes sometimes i have a tendency to use not so good language and that really bothers some of you because it's defiling and um and i understand that i understand and, I, and it's never my intent to defile you, but I also, I know myself and I can be very um, passionate. And apparently those of us who cuss live longer. <laughs> so I don't know what that's about other than we don't just hold stuff in. Or, you know, I love the Christian comedians that come out with the, you know, hot fidgety fudge muffin uh, mother of pearl Really? Is that what you're thinking whenever you say that? Sure, it's not as defiling. You know, mother of pearl. Okay, but was your intent the same? You know, I didn't even actually use the entire word. I said F asterisk CK. And boy, that got me in a world of stuff yesterday on LinkedIn of all places. But apparently I've let some people down because they thought that I was going to be the next greatest You know, and shiniest and most noblest and honorable and super snow white clean, which I am by the blood of Christ, by the way, not because or not because of or in spite of or in addition to my potty mouth, but because that's what God decided to do for me before the foundations of the world. And that does not mean that I'm on the greasy gray slope because I don't subscribe to that either. I understand it. It bothers people. I understand that we are to not use that type of language according to um, the Bible, right? But it doesn't do away with the fact that I do it, and and I struggle with it. And so that is between me and God. But I'm going to tell you guys: if I read to you the email, the message I got yesterday after this dude tried to appeal to my, you know, Queen Esther nature, I guess. I don't know. And I responded very candidly and and very respectfully because I I didn't think he was trying to shame me. But lo and behold, y'all got to watch that religious spirit. That religious spirit, it will kill you every time because it lives by the letter of the law. And that's what it does. That's what ultimately jealousy and the religious spirit, you know, was after Jesus the whole time. Well, you healed that guy on the Sabbath, right? And Jesus is like, okay, so um, let me ask you this. So if your ass is in the ditch, are you just going to, on the Sabbath, are you just going to leave it there? Talking about a donkey, by the way. Not to be confused with a Democrat, although if the (laughs) euphemism fits wear it. But are you going to leave your ass in the ditch if it's on a Sabbath? And his point was, listen, you guys have added 666,000 different laws on top of the, of the 10 commandments that we gave you that you couldn't keep to begin with. And now I'm here to actually fulfill all of that law, not to abolish it, but to fulfill it. And you guys are trying to take me out. And I'm telling you that sometimes things happen on Sundays, and it's wonderful that the sanctimonious Chick Fil A has closed. Who's now agreeing with things like Black Lives Matter and CRT, from what I understand, uh, you know. But hey, praise the Lord! They honor the God, they honor God on the Sabbath, and, and you know what? That's wonderful. You are commanded to take a day of rest, and that is for your sake. It is God's gift to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Some of you do not do that. And you think it's just so noble because you're so busy and you're working yourself to the bone. And God's like, yeah, well, okay. So when you die of a heart attack, you know, early, you know, awesome. And leave your wife a widow and, you know, your kids fatherless. Sure. That'll be super noble of you. Or some of you deprive yourselves of any type of joy or intimacy, uh, commitment, um, fellowship, because you're just so busy working. You're so committed to your cause, right? Right. And I would submit to you that God's like, hey, uh, fun fact. So I'm a pretty well-rounded God, and I gave you, you know, women and men and sex within uh, the a a righteous, godly structure. Um, you know, one of commitment, one of of covenant, really. Of course, that goes back to the purity thing again. And for some of you, it's like, okay, I can't take this conversation. Um, Because the purity movement did really do a number on the psyche, primarily of women, because that's usually where the buck stops and starts. Any type of guilt or shame around sex is going to primarily that that spirit of religion around it will target the woman. You'll notice they didn't drag the dude out whenever the chick was dragged out for adultery. Right? And Jesus is like, y'all love to parrot that. You know, well, Jesus was like, He who has, you know, not sin cast the first stone, right? Well, where was the dude? Why was she the only one dragged out? Was that because it was the cultural issue of the day, of the time? I mean, yeah, why is she the only one known as an adulterer? It's interesting, isn't it? Anyway, I digress. So, but God is a well rounded God. So, rest is very important. Your fellowship is important. You know, the, the, care, the care of your soul is important. Your sexuality is important. Your intimacy, right? I mean, we live in a very dark and starving and hyper-sexed world. Um, but for good, I mean, for God's sakes, please have a conversation with your college-age students. Even As uncomfortable as you think it is, there's nothing more uncomfortable than your child being stuck with herpes for the rest of their life. I mean, you know, I'm friends with people our age, and I know the conversations we have. So why wouldn't you arm your child with knowledge about sexually transmitted diseases if they're not going to adhere to a life of celibacy before taking, you know, a, a vow with someone? Then some of you are like, oh, well, that's just giving them permission if you arm them with condoms. I'm like, well, why don't you arm them with the truth? Of the emotional, spiritual, mental, physical repercussions of of joining with someone and becoming one flesh, you know what does all of that mean? What does all of that mean? Well, a lot of you guys, I love it I'm surrounded by by men like, like most of my friends are guys and and i do I do have my girlfriends and I love them because I need the estrogen in my life. but my dude friends are my dude friends, and I learn so much. <laughs> from men in, in the, and as I've gotten older, some of this has died down a little bit, but you guys who are in your 30s and 40s, you know what I'm talking about right now so you'll, a common a common uh, a common statement is, she's psycho like there's this hilarious uh, <laughs> there's this hilarious video on YouTube about basically degrees of psycho degrees of degrees of crazy whenever it comes to women, right? And so you get your hairdresser crazy, you know, and they go through like different professions and whatnot, which are all true, by the way. And I love my hairdressers, don't get me wrong, and mine's not crazy. But um, but by and large, between my hairdresser friends and bartender friends, there's a little bit in and, uh, and pharmaceutical reps. Yep, those chicks can be a little crazy. So no offense, but um, yeah, a little free, little free bird culture there. Especially sexually. They're all in like this sexual. I think it's because they spend a lot of time like at conferences. And if you guys really knew what went on at conferences, you would probably never let your spouse leave the house again. Much less go to one. Um, yeah, it's a mess. It's not funny. So, but why don't you arm your, your, your kids with truth and, and with things that will keep them, you know, safe. Uh so I was so I was thinking <laughs> the number one the number one theme is she's psycho she's crazy and I'm like well I want you to think about something uh most women who are attached to their from their heart to their private parts to the rest of their body um they want something a little bit more on the committed side from the dude they're sleeping with because that's how we couple up because that's how we're wired to be coupled up not saying that men are wired that way some men are but i think by and large we're wired very differently and so i, always, I you know i always tell my guy friends especially through my 40s who were all they were all out just messing around a bunch of flanders, and and you know she's psycho i'm like no she's not she's just being a chick she's being a woman that you've slept with you big dummy And you thought that you'd just be able to get away with that and everything would be cool. And you could, you know, go on about your happy, skippy way and (laughs) she shouldn't have any expectations. And uh, that's just dumb. That is a very immature way of thinking of things, as is it's immature for you to engage in sexuality, in sex rather, and not take responsibility for your sexuality. Again, some of you think I'm giving you the greenie. Um, I'm 50 years old. I did not get to this place by being naive or otherwise a stick in the mud around conversations of this nature, because I'll tell you, I had many, many kids who, you know, I'm known as Mamika, Mamika uh, for a reason. And these are the conversations that we had because most of you wouldn't have them and your kids are still having sex and their souls are still hurting. And your pastor's telling people, you know, just reciting Bible verses is not, it's not helping. Hellfire and damnation is not scaring people. What changes the hearts and minds of the human being um, is relationship, it's intimacy, it's understanding, it's being known, it's being cared for and covered and loved, and it's being understood It is subjecting yourself to the truth and allowing the truth to permeate your being to the extent that your heart can receive it and your mind can be changed and you can therefore repent. And many of you go straight for the repent or burn in hell. And I, when I see you do it on my threads, I'll let you go for a little bit. But I have one habitual violator on my Twitter account who is literally in jeopardy of hellfire and damnation of getting the boot from my platform. Um, because I don't think it's funny. And I get really tired of hearing about the gays and the this and the that. They're going to all be in the lake of fire. Because first of all, that my role is not to judge that. Neither is it yours. I don't care how Christian or holy you think you are. That is not your role. We are never called to do that. Matter of fact, we are warned about sitting around contemplating who went up and who went down because you don't know who's going where. And your soul will, in fact, live forever. It just does. Politically speaking, we kind of sit around and, and abdicate, and you know we're daydreaming about eternity as some you know, futuristic place this destination that we're all going to reach at some point in time. And so, you know, we abdicate our God-given mandate to actually – be involved in in things of a civic and, and governmental nature here on this side of eternity. We just think God doesn't care about politics. He, he doesn't care about politics. He doesn't care about governance. He doesn't care about civic. He doesn't care about America. He doesn't care. He's not a national God. He doesn't care about that. I mean, you know, And he feels so bad for the black people that he's planning on reparations and, you know, because the blood of his son was not enough of a reparation. And so, you know, yeah, he's down with critical race theory. And the holy thing to do is just put a Black Lives Matter sign out your lawn and and feel bad about yourself for being a Jew or being white, you know, because that's just, you know, that's what God would have you do is just apologize for how he created you. Yeah, all of that is a bunch of lies. It's about as much of a bunch of of a lie um as the person who's on my thread constantly telling people, you know, you're you're going to burn in hell for this 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 and that. And I'm like, "Well, fun fact, dude, here's what the word says. It is the kindness of the Lord that brings people to repentance." Uh, you know, I got to tell you, when I read scriptures, and I and I do study them, and I study for the sake of the harmony of the scriptures. So I don't, it's very rare that you'll see me. I will spit out, you know, if, if someone's coming at me to try to use the word as a weapon, um, I'm very quick and very well equipped to be able to um, counter that or to challenge or to add to it or to detract from it because that's, you know, I I have the ability to do that, especially if you're using it, you're wielding it as a weapon. The word came to serve us because the word was, was with God and the word was God and the word is still God and the word is Jesus and the person and the word is still alive and the word is still living. And so whenever you use that word, if you're not using it to serve others, to serve the person that you're about to cut the head off of with that word because you just see it as your God-given mandated sword. Um, You are doing everyone, including the kingdom, a grave disservice, much more of a disservice than my F asterisk CK. Trust that. So it is, um, you wonder why our kids are out here, you know, just kind of sexing it up frivolously uh, without protection. And I got to tell you, the older people really think, you know, at some point, I know people think after menopause, you know, somehow they're just immune. They're just immune to uh, sexually transmitted diseases. And people laugh at the folks, you know, who live in like the villages, because they've got, like, a super high STD rate. And there's really nothing funny about catching anything of that nature, whether you're young or old. It's just totally unnecessary. So if you're not going to keep your body parts to yourself and you do want to commune and fellowship on that level, please do yourself, your generations, and the world a favor and protect your sexuality. So that is... um. That's your job. That's your responsibility. Your sexuality and what you do with your body ultimately is going to be between you and your creator. Not you and your pastor. Not you and the neighbor. Um, And and believe me when I tell you guys, you, you don't want to know what a lot of your kids are doing and watching and the accounts they have online. Hopefully it would break your heart. And hopefully you'll have a preemptive conversation with them to be like, hey, you know, and it it doesn't have to be accusative. It should never be accusative. By the way, you you should always couch things of that nature in kind of a third party, you know. So you're not gonna believe this, but this lady I was talking to today, she was telling me that you know her daughter had this, you know, OnlyFans or she's a sugar baby. You know, what do you think about all of that? Just ask questions. You're gonna you'll learn, especially if they don't think it's about them. Right? And what if you do find out that your daughter is a sugar baby? What if you do find out that, you know, your kids have an OnlyFans page and your kid and their girlfriend are, you know, they're basically Pornhub Lite and they have their own channel that people pay to watch them? I know this is a really uncomfortable subject and I love it because it's so necessary. And you guys, y- y'all are like, I thought we talked about faith and politics. Well, we do. And see, it's all connected. When we are disconnected from God and we're disconnected from each other, we become extremely ripe pickings for things like Marxism, for things like critical race theory, right? We become, for for Demonics 101 for Satanism 101, for entertainment gods, whether it be from cinematic, music, or sports. We become very easy prey for addictions, for all forms of checking out, right? Abdication. We just drop our kids off at the school bus and hope for the best, and now we're all waking up to, what the hell have they been teaching you? Right? And so now you have people going to jail overstanding like in Loudoun County, Virginia is priceless. I love it. These parents are like, this is ridiculous. We're not lying down for this. And neither should you, by the way. And one dude ends up going to jail, you know, because he's like, this is, you can't silence me. This is my first amendment, right? What are you guys crazy? And so, yes, your bill of rights is being challenged. If there was one thing that should have grieved you yesterday, it should have been NPR's characterization of the Declaration of Independence is along with others. But see, here's what happens. The same thing happened during Obama's reign of terror, which is still, this is actually 3.0, in case you didn't know that. Um, but here, here's, it's an open door. And so whenever you see, like, it's almost like opening the door just a little bit to the enemy. And you soldiers out there know what I'm talking about. I mean, you give the enemy like a little ounce of ground and it is hell trying to take that ground back. It just is, but you can do it, but it's going to take some effort, right? And so stinking thinking a lot of times leads to, or believing and feeling leads to diseases in our bodies because our bodies are responders. And I, I liken that to you allow the enemy into the door of your mind, into the city gates of your spirit and whenever that happens and your gates are down your walls are down of your spirit every manner of beast goes in and out same thing with our borders that really used to set people off when i was on terrestrial radio because what are you saying that the refugees are beasts i'm like "Mm, no i'm saying that cartel members are beasts i'm saying we have every manner of beast coming in and out of our country and we have for decades this isn't new And it's a Republican issue and a Democrat issue. It's an avarice issue. I'm very clear about what it is. It's avarice. It's greed. It's jealousy. It's all of that. It's human trafficking. It's lust, gluttony, perversion. All of that. Very, very simple, basic, human, you know, fallen nature tenets. It's nothing new, by the way. We're certainly not the first civilization and likely won't be the last to contend with these things. But now we've given the enemies multiple entry points in this whole Biden sham administration with this fake election selection, um, this total fraud of a 2020 election uh, in my humble opinion. And I am an opinion giver. That's what I'm paid to do. I'm a commentator, not a journalist, although I've seen enough evidence and you have too, and more is coming out in Georgia every single day, by the way, I love my hashtag. You failed to Georgia to Brad and uh, Brian Kemp just to remind them and marsha blackburn anyone who voted to certify the election of 2020 should positively be sent to the island of misfits somewhere way past you know uh australia just just make that the new penal colony some some abandoned wild savage you know Island, and let them work it out, last man, last Congressperson, last politician standing, good luck, you get to be the new tribal leader of crap Island, you get to be the head turd on shit's hill, excuse me, so I told you, um, but seriously, we've abdicated so much, and a lot of you are like a gas cause you're like, oh my God, Maxine Water's up there in her big, fat trap you know what a sow there's no other word to accurately or appropriately describe her she just she looks like a blowfish every time she opens her face and just demonics fly out of her face and that's how i feel about liars and divisive people who profit on keeping people poor and divided and filled with rage and bitterness and unforgiveness and she just she drives that stuff home constantly she's what a racist document the declaration of independence is I'm like, wow, here we are. Some of you are like, where did all this come from? Well, it's always been there. But this sham of administration has opened the door again. Here we are with our military, you know, the chair force. I love it. Um, you know, the, the PT tests are now, well, we're not going to make you run. We're going to make it more equitable so everybody can finish Can finish the race. I mean, our military is going to look like a damn clown car complete with midgets that run out in the middle of the circus. I mean, it's crazy. And I listen, and I'm surrounded by military guys. (laughs) And so I love my guys. Trust me. I love our military. And I always will. And my father was military. My nephew's military. I mean, I get it. I come from a family of military folks, and I love military men and women. There's so much courage there. But I see what's happening and these forced vaccines as of September 1st or something, who knows if that's even true. You, don't, you can't really trust anything you're reading or watching because a lot of it's just for, you know, for effect. They want to see how many of you are going to buck the system. And whenever I say they, I'm not talking about international actors. I'm talking about your domestic national security apparatus. They want to know who you are. That is the fourth branch of our government is an out-of-control national security apparatus that has zero, zero, zero checks and balances, zero. They have no accountability. They're almost like the uh, American Medical Association here in uh, Georgia, or is it the Georgia Medical Board? No one oversees them, and if you saw the abominations that come out of some of the uh, physicians' practices here, I remember our liberal rag, the AJC, did an amazing expose on visit and they will, well they did in the past. This is pre-Trump, but they did this amazing exposé. I mean, great investigative work on doctors who were just dirt bags. I mean, criminal, not just you know, you know, he hurt whenever he you know took my temperature. or he, his bedside manner sucks. No, we're talking about people who have literally killed people on the operating table. People who have fondled patients who went to jail, came back out, and they're practicing again. Yeah. And so whenever you follow that train of accountability and you go right up to the top and you're like, well, hold on, who holds these guys accountable? And what you realize is that the state legislature doesn't hold them accountable. The feds don't hold them accountable. They are an entity all into themselves, just like your three letter agencies. So every time I'm screaming from the rooftop to get the hell off of Facebook, some of you are like, well, I don't really post anything there. Or I won't be able to see my grandkids. Or, well, you're on Twitter. You know, that's the two-year-old response. Or, you know, what about, well, it's really not that big of a deal. I rarely ever post. Or that's where my business is and I can't afford to let go of my account. And I'm like, none of those excuses matter. When you finally wake up in about six months as to the nature of the severity of the lack of supply chain that is in place right now in this country, you will hopefully crap a brick and then get off of Facebook finally. And why do I say that? Because your enemies, domestic and foreign, watch every single thing you do, including your spending habits. I mean, literally, people are all excited about Walmart. People are standing around in Walmart all patriotically singing the national anthem. And by the way, yes, I believe there's only one national anthem, and it's not the black national anthem. It's not the unicorn national anthem. It is not, you know, ushers national anthem. It is the star-spangled banner of the United States of america that's it final period end of story i don't care who sings it there's only one of them so there i don't i period i had to say that so but people are filled with this patriotic enthusiasm because people busted out in a walmart probably in texas i don't remember um singing the national anthem Right? And they were all excited. Oh, look at these great patriots. And I'm like, yeah, isn't that wonderful? Slightly hypocritical, though, in my humble opinion. Again, I'm an opinion giver. That's what I'm paid to do. Um, but slightly hypocritical in that I want you to think about what Walmart has done in relation to jobs in this country and businesses, small businesses, to supply chains, farmers, things, manufacturing. What want you to think about that. Think about how many things are imported into Walmart. Go look at your tags on your cheap wash and wear clothes from Walmart. I mean, it's, it's, it it really, so I likened it to kind of like the Amazon before Amazon, right? And some of you would rather die than give up your Amazon account. But 97% of the goods on Amazon are made in China. And so there's, there's no defeating your enemy when you keep feeding it. It's like people who have cancer and their doctors are like, okay, you got to give up the sugar. And they're like, why? You know, I love my wine and I love this and I, and I, I just can't give it up. I can't give up my ho-hos and my ding-dongs and whatever. Uh, and, and the doctor's like, well, primarily because cancer feeds on sugar, right? Well, the Chinese feed on every great idea we've ever had. They feed on every piece of intelligence that we give them or that they steal or that they partner with our, uh, our national security apparatus. Everything they hack into, boy, that'll be for another show this week, hacking and these cyber jihadists, if you will, you know, holding everybody ransom. Wow, what an industry, what a business model that is. Right? I mean, I thought people went to jail for things like extortion and blackmail and kidnapping. You know, you take my money, you take my digital device, you take my identity, you need to go down. Like, no one needs to be giving over money and paying ransom. I understand how difficult it is to find some of these people. But hey, guess what? Fun fact some of these folks actually work for your national security apparatus. It's a mess. The bottom line is, things are a mess. And they're only going to get messier, in my humble opinion. I don't care if Trump comes back, for the love of God. Will someone please tell that man to stop, stop, stop promoting vaccines? I will never understand that. I just won't. And for those of you who are part of that whole Trump cult, and you're going to, I'm never listening to you because I thought you were one of us. Well, that's fine. That's okay. You're welcome to come back at some time in the future. I'll still love you. My show will hopefully still be here because I'm not really beholden to anyone to tell me what I can't say or they're going to cancel me. I don't believe in cancel culture. I believe the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And I believe we have enemies that are positively here to steal, kill, and destroy. So I'm going to tell you where I am with everything. I really do think... That it is going to take a great reset for sure, but not in the way that the globalists think it should go down. And I look around at this crazy world and TikTok and you know why and for those of you who allow you guys have an account on TikTok, you watch TikTok, you support TikTok, your kids have TikTok. You think it's great. Well, we don't. We don't do any of the stuff other people do on TikTok. We're not watching bad people. We I love this is my favorite because you know how we are as Christians, right? Everything we do is like Christian yoga. <laughs> like Kundalini is Christian, right? Well, what's wrong with Kundalini? Well, research, research it. Right? I do Christian yoga. I eat Christian, uh, hand-fed, hen pecked vegetarian, uh, gra- grass-fed from the Garden of Eden, uh, you know, pig, whatever. And believe me, I eat more bacon. I love bacon. But I'm saying we, we excuse a lot of things with, well, yeah, I'm on Facebook, but I only subscribe to my Christian groups. <laughs> or my favorite is like I only subscribe to my secret Christian groups. Where would we all be without our secret groups? I'm like, I don't know. Have you guys noticed kind of like that two way, <laughs> that two way mirror tape that's on your face in the back office of your Facebook secret group? I mean, I'm making fun because you deserve it. If you're still on Facebook, you deserve the country we live in right now. I'm not kidding. If you're still shopping in, in Amazon, you deserve the country we have right now. You deserve the fact that we have truckers who have not been on the road in 12 weeks. Some of you are like, well, what does that mean? Well, think about it. Think about the importance of logistics and supply chains in this country. What does that tell you if your truckers are not on your interstates bringing goods to your local stores? What does that tell you? So again, back to Trump descending into the Oval Office, Elvis style. I don't really care if he does that. If he does, that's wonderful. I'm not counting on it, whatever. If he does, that's great. We still have a country that is in complete and utter turmoil. And and some people are so, oh my gosh, just ridiculous. That they're just all, you know, I have friends who send me clips of threads around the state of Georgia. And they're little private groups. Uh, their GOP groups, right? The Pearl Clutchers, all the big donors to like Brian Kemp's campaign. This is so funny. These guys don't believe for a second that Brian Kemp and others are supporting Kasim Reed, who is currently under federal investigation, who was a two-term mayor in the city of Atlanta, um, and everyone else around him who has been investigated was ultimately indicted for something, right? So it's a little hard to believe that the head turd on that crap hill is, uh, is, is not stinky, it's a little hard for most of us with a brain to believe, right? He's running for mayor again. So who brought him out of his sarcophagus? <laughs> well, I'll tell you who. The little white guys, the Republicans, they're supporting this effort. And what they're going to do is lie. They're going to lie their butts off. How do you like that, Brian? That Southern lie, they're going to lie. Governor's going to lie because they don't want you to know that they're supporting the black dude who they can ultimately puppet string. Oh, how about this one? Puppet master. There's an explosive term in this day and age, especially in the South. But hello, you may as well get honest about what's happening. That's exactly what's happening. Who do you think his masters are going to be? It's not going to be Black Lives Matter because they're not the ones putting the money behind him. The white dudes are. But whenever you see these conversations on some of these political threads that are private, they're secret people are like fighting over this and they they would literally drink Brian Kemp's bathwater and the Chinese sponge that came with it <laughs> and the Chinese dollars that paid for both of it they would absolutely vote for him again on a Dominion machine and believe that they were just that they were just and righteous in doing so and that Brian would never do that because they're just a good healthy wholesome Christian couple that's right And so they laugh whenever you say things like, uh, you, you do know that this is what's really going on and they can't see it. So for all of the mockery and all of the hell that we give the left for being deaf, dumb and blind and mute mute, and stupid, um, trust me when I tell you this, it is equal across the board. Absolutely equal. Now listen, tomorrow night, speaking of equal, all things are not created equal right now in our health because some of you are absolutely struggling with your health. And I have my call tomorrow night that some of you missed uh, the first couple of weeks of. So I'm going to give you a number. It's going to be tomorrow, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a number that you can call in, and um, it is, ready? 712 5382. Again, that number is 712 770 The code for that is 946 946- one eight eight pounds 946 pounds What are we talking about? We are talking about things that will help you if you are chronically ill or anyone you know, love, friends. You can just call and listen in. I am all about empowering you to either restore your health, maintain your health. Your health is extremely important. It's a lot like our Border Patrol. Your Your first line of defense is your immune system. And I'm telling you now, all of the stress, all of the, all of the bitterness and the fear and the rage and the accusations and the jealousy and the what the hell moments that we all have right now, all of that is an assault, a full frontal assault on your immune system. So I'm providing answers, information, experts, uh, testimonials. Um, this is something that's very important to me. You know, I would not mislead you. I would not dislead you. I don't even think that's a word, but I'm not going to give you disinformation and I would never subject you to something that I did not fully support and believe in and, uh, and utilize myself. I just wouldn't do that. So I urge you to call in tomorrow evening, 8 PM Eastern standard time. I will be on the call. Uh, And I'll say hello. And I usually end the call, quite honestly. There'll be other people speaking, but I end the call with a prayer. So you can call with questions. Some of you have real, like y'all are on Google day and night trying to find answers. And what you run into is Dr. Death over there at WebMD, right? Because your hangnail is probably like stage 17 cancer. You know what I'm talking about. And some of you have very real issues. And you've been struggling for years. And you still don't. You're just popping pills, one pill after another. And I'm telling you, there are things that God has provided. Science and God are not mutually exclusive as far as I'm concerned. I think it's like anything else. It's what you do with it. Science has become like the Tower of Babel for us. It just has. And I think it's pretty scary what's happening in scientific realms. But I also believe that between what's natural here in this earth that God did provide for us in the way of a number of natural Elements and why do you think big pharma, you know, uh, works against that so tirelessly? And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Okay, if it's a conspiracy, it's it's it, people have conspired against you. And I absolutely believe there is there's a lot of conspiring going on right now where these um, jabs are concerned. Um, this whole COVID just fraud defrauded the entire world of a world economic system of of fellowship, of, you know, two years now of just fear-mongering, craziness, you know, unnecessary deaths because big pharma didn't want you to have natural resources or things that are currently out there that can be used are so affordable, so affordable. Well, here's something that's really affordable, your immune system being at its height, being at its peak optimum, just optimal performance level, and that is is where God has you. I read today and I'm gonna leave you with this. And this this is one of those, you know, apostasy uh, just holy crap, no, please tell me that we're not going down this road. Reprobation. So the the Russian Orthodox Church is telling people that it is your Jesus mandate to get your vaccine or you're going to be plagued with ramifications of it and guilt your entire life. I mean, they've turned into like the Baptists. No offense to my Baptist brothers and sisters, but Southern Baptists to be more specific. You know, the ones that hated Trump for the past four years and made it their life's effort to upend his ability to carry us into further prosperity of heart and soul and mind and pocketbook, which was totally God's purpose in President Trump as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, the holy ones had to interject And align with the globalists and the crazed, rabid liberals in order to upend an entire election to be able to say, okay, now we can get control of it. Joke's going to be on you guys in 2022, I'm just telling you, because you still have the same hardware and software. Nevertheless, if you are a member of a church that tells you that Jesus Christ is telling you to take a vaccination, you need to find another church immediately because the word of God says this and I want you to meditate on this tonight for a number of reasons because many of you struggle with guilt and shame and condemnation and you're very far from God and you're going to stay far from God and you're going to stay wrapped up in your addictions and in all of your self stuff and all of your striving all of your trying to do good All of that, all the do-goodery. I'm not talking about acts of service. I'm not talking about, uh, you know, faith and works. That's not what I'm referring to. You know what I'm talking about. I need you to hear this and hear this clearly. The Word of God says that He came to heal all of your diseases and to forgive you of all of your sins. I'm going to say that again. There's a direct connection between you knowing, believing, and saying to the sickness in your body, to the sickness in your mind, in your soul, and to those around you who are sick and who do not have knowledge. It is crucial that you understand and you speak that truth to the lie that somehow you have to alter your God-given RNA, DNA in order to become some other type of a human. Remember, Satan told God, I will erect my throne above yours. And this is how he does it, by altering God's creation. He does it through a number of mediums, not the least of which is this. And I'm going to lose some of you on this, and it's okay. Like I said, my door is still open. You're welcome to come back, and I would encourage you to do so. If you've taken the vaccination, this is, or I'm sorry, the jab, the experimental drugs, this is not a shame segment. This is not a guilt segment or fear mongering. I don't believe in any of that. This is for those of you who are on the fence who don't know what to believe or think or feel, or you know you don't even know if your pastor's lying to you, and you're like, "Oh, it's the church. It's the Russian Orthodox Church, right? It's the Catholic Church. I mean, even the Pope over there, the globalist Pope is like, "Hey, take your jab or else, right. Well, seriously, so I'm like, you guys first, you guys first, but no, thank you. Anyone who's telling you that God did not come to forgive you of all of your sins and to heal all of your diseases is a liar. And you need to find a new church. You need to find a new group of friends, a new group of new moms, HOA members, civic groups, whatever it is, you need to get with like-minded people. Most importantly, you need to know what the truth is, and that is the truth. God really is calling us in a loving way back to him to repent, to alter course, to move away from strife and bitterness and inner turmoil and lying, lasciviousness, all of this, you know, just illicit sex stuff that we're dealing with. Molesting kids in their minds, in their hearts, through entertainment. All of that. And as truth is probably sitting on your bookshelf collecting dust. And so I would encourage you, again, the only way to stand against the psyops going on between your, uh, your national security apparatuses as well as your churches, uh, as well as your uh, political groups, the only way to circumvent that is to have a true north and to have a compass. And in this house, that compass is the word of God. And that's what I impart to you. So I implore you to please partner with the truth so you'll know how to stand against lies. All right, guys, until tomorrow. Remember, 8 p.m. tomorrow, 712-770-5382. Code 946 9461880 pounds is my code. I'll be on the call tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Got some great information for you, and uh, you're welcome to email with questions after. I love you. I love you very much. I hope you guys have a good night. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. Oh